G'day. There's a story in the Bible, in Acts chapter 16. It's the story about Paul and Silas. Paul and Silas were going from town to town, preaching the gospel. And so when they got to this specific town, there was a girl who was a fortune teller, a fortune teller, who started following them. And then Paul realized that this is not normal. This girl is speaking, but this, this is not normal. This thing that is making her speak is not a good thing. So she, Paul decided to pray for her. So when Paul prayed for her, the girl was delivered. The problem is she was working for some people. So the people she was working for got really, really, really angry. And so they conspired against Paul and his friend. And so they got arrested and put in prison. At midnight, Paul and Silas decided to praise God. Remember, this is, I want you to get this. So at midnight, these people were beaten, first of all, before they took them in prison. Beaten up, they are in chains. I don't know if they were scared or not, but they are not in a good condition. But they decided to praise God. The Bible says this. At midnight, when they decided to praise God, the Bible says on verse 6, it says, Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open and everyone's chain came loose. Paul and Silas decided to praise, and when they praised, the doors opened. The praises opened the door. This is what I want to talk about this morning with you. There is power in your praise. The power in your praise. Can you say that with me? The power in your praise. So what is praise? Why is it so important? What is it? According to the Cambridge Dictionary, praise is to express admiration or approval of the achievements or characteristic of a person or a thing. It's an expression. It must be, you, you can't praise without, without expressing it. It must be seen. It must be heard. It should be, you, you have to express it so that we can know that you are really praising God. It's more than what you are thinking. You can't say, I, I'm, I'm thinking praising God. It's more than what you believe. You have to show that you are praising God by expressing it. You know, the Bible says in Revelation 8, uh, four, sorry, Revelation 4, 8, expression of admira admiration. It says that each of the four living creatures had six wings and, and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stop saying, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. The living creatures in heaven are expressing their admiration of who God is. They're saying he's holy, he's mighty. They did not just think it. It didn't happen just in their, in their head. But they, they, they did not just agree with it, but they expressed what they meant. That is praise, expression of admir admiration. You express his splendor, his power, his might, his holiness. You express your admiration to God. Approval of achievement. 
First of all, you acknowledge what God is capable of. When you approve of God's achievement, you acknowledge what he is capable of. You approve for what he's done in general. It doesn't have to be something that he's done for you. You know, God has done so many things. If, if it, you want to approve what he has done for you, that is called thanksgiving. It's part of praise. But you, you approve of what God has done for anybody. For, any, for example, creation. When you look at creation, how do you feel? Like, that is a God achievement. That you can praise God for even just that. You can look at creation and say, wow, God, you are really powerful. How can you make that? Well, sometimes I look at the, at the waves in the ocean. And I'm like, wow, this is powerful. That is expressing God's achievement. Creation is really God's accomplishment. You can praise him from that. You know, the Bible says in Exodus 15, 11 to 13, this is the Israelites when they crossed the Red Sea. This is what they said. They said, who among the gods is like you? Who among the gods is like you? Who is like you, majestic in holiness, awesome in glory, working wonders? You stretch your hand, sorry, you stretch your right hand and the earth swallows your enemy. In your unfailing love, you will lead the people you have redeemed. In your strength, you will, you will guide them to your holy dwelling. The Israelites realized that only God could have done this. We just crossed the Red Sea. Only God can make that happen. Even David, in Psalms 19.1, he says, The heavens declare the glory of God. The skies proclaim the work of his hand. Expression of God's achievement. Approval of God's No, so why, why should we praise? Why is it important? What do you, why do you think we should praise? First of all, we praise God because God deserves our praise. God deserves it. Revelation 4.11 says, You are worthy, our Lord and God, to receive glory, honor, and power. For you created all things, and by your will they were created and have their being. being. What this scripture is saying is that God deserves our praise because he created everything. He is worthy to be praised. He is worthy to receive credit for what he has done. You know, it's fair as human beings to give credit for someone who, you know, for example, the people who went to war, when we, when we celebrate them, we, we give them credit because they sacrificed for other people when they went to war. We give credit for someone who finished school, you know? It is very fair to, be, to give credit to God because he created us. He created everything. That's an achievement, you know? It's very important. So praising God, it's not just a good thing. It is the right thing. If we can praise people for what they have accomplished, we can praise God because it is the right thing. So we praise God because God deserves our praise. That's number one. So not only God deserves our praise, but praise is a weapon. I'm telling you, praise is our weapon. This is what the Bible says in Acts 16, to 26. 
the crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas. And the magistrate ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rod. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown in, into prison, and the jailer uh, commanded the guard to uh, commanded the guard commanded was commanded sorry to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a violent earthquake that the foundation of the prison were shaken. At once, all prison doors flew open, and everyone's chain came loose. Not only Paul and Silas, but everyone in their chain came loose. For them, at that time, praise was a weapon, because most of the time when we are praying for something, you know, we focus on that problem. When we are praying for something, we are focusing on that problem. But when we are praising, we are focusing on God. And when we focus on God, our faith grows. When we focus on God, our faith grows. You know, I remember when I was in Africa alone with the children. And every night, I would cry. Like, I'll put the children to bed, and then I'll cry, and I'll go to bed. That was, the only, that was my, my, my routine, basically. But the next morning, I would wake up more depressed than I was before. Like, I would be ugh, sad. Sometimes I couldn't even remember like, how, what, the, what I would wear. Someone would tell me, you've been wearing that for, for so long. I'm like, really? But one day... By the grace of God, I'm telling you, I got this revelation. So I decided, you know what? I'm going to start praising God. I put the kid to bed. I put my earphones in, and then I start dancing. And I'm dancing, God, you are so good. Thank you so much for what you have done. You know what? He hasn't done anything. But I am praising God for what he has done. I'm singing these songs. You know what happened? my perspective changed. My faith grew. And not long after that, my situation changed. So, praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. So how do we praise? Okay, how do we praise? The Hebrew, the Hebrew language has got seven words that are translated for praise in English. So the first one is todah. Everybody say toda. Toda. That means sacrifice of praise. Sacrifice of praise. This is praising God when you don't feel like it. I'm telling you, this is not easy. The reason why it's called a sacrifice is because it's painful. There's nothing happening. There's nothing, there's nothing that's worth praising God for, but you decide to praise God even though you're going through a tough time. Look at Paul and Silas. These guys were in pain. They got beaten up before they put, in that, they put them in that prison. They flogged them, but they decided to praise God in their wounds, in their situation. When I was praising God in Africa, I was not happy. No, no, no. When I, I was like, I'm going to praise you, God, but there's nothing really. That, I'm not seeing anything. I don't even know why they keep saying no for the visa, but okay. 
I'm going to praise you. And I would sing this song. You know what? And I would sing how God is good. He's, he's answered my prayer. Oh, he's so good. When you praise God like this, I'm telling you, not long, your faith will grow. Your perspective will change. And then your situation will fall. I'm telling you, you know, sometimes you don't need to say, sometimes you can't say words because you're so, it's a tough time you're going through. It's not easy to say, you know, read the Psalms. Get the Psalms and read the words. Say them over and over again. Get an amazing praise song and put it in your ear and sing it over and over again. Not long you'll find the words and not long your situation will change. So that's Toda. Sacrifice of praise. The second one is yada. Yada. Everybody say yada. Beautiful. It means lifting up your hands. Hands raised. Psalms 134.2 says, Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. Lifting up your hands is a sign of humility. It is a sign of surrender. We surrender when we acknowledge we are powerless and we acknowledge that the other side is more powerful than us. Lifting up your hand is telling God that you acknowledge that he's more powerful than you. Remember, praise is an expression. Okay? It must be seen or heard. So when you praise God, you can't just praise God with your hands that's not praising God. You can't praise your hand, God with your hands in the pocket. When we, sometimes people find these things weird because they don't understand. When you put your hand in the air, you say, Father, I understand and I surrender. I know you are powerful than me. And so I raise my hand as a sign of surrender to you. You have all the authority. You have all the power. And I say yes to that. So you can't be praising God with your hands in your pocket. That's, gonna, that's not going to work out well for you, my friend. So that's yada. Number three, barak. Yes, barak. That means to kneel or to praise. It carries with it the idea of humbling yourself to a place that is lower than the recipient of your praise. We bow and kneel to outwardly express our awareness of God's greatness. The Bible says in Psalms 95, 6, Oh, come, let us worship, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. You know, this type of praise can look really weird for, to some people. And, and some people can feel uncom uh, uncomfortable. But when you see someone kneeling or bowing, they are expressing their awareness of God's greatness. You know, in, in, in our Western culture, uh, people don't like bowing, bowing in front of other people. And it makes sense. But God, God is not a human being. God is God. He is, it's necessary for us to bow before him because he's our maker. We can't be anything without him. In other cultures, um, it's okay for people to bow in front of another person just as a sign of respect. So in Africa, for example, when we bow uh, for someone, it's a sign of respect. In, in Japan, they have this 
this you know, greeting. It's a sign of respect. The reason why I think in the Western country people don't bow is because they don't understand the value of bowing. We bow and kneel to outwardly express our awareness of God's greatness. So when you see someone bowing or kneeling, just understand that's what's happening. That's what's happening. We bow to express our awareness of God's greatness. So that was Barak. Now we go to number four. <laughs> halal. Everybody say halal. That means dancing. My favorite. This means to rave and boast of the wonders of the Lord with excitement through dance. To boast and rave of the wonders of the Lord. Psalms 149.3 says, Let them praise his name with dancing and make music to him with the timbrel and harp. Different denominations come before God in different ways. There are some denominations that believe that dancing in the church is disrespectful. But the Bible says we should dance before God. So if you see someone dancing, don't judge them. They have discovered, they have discovered how important that is. You know, some, some, when someone thinks, we might be thinking, oh, they are showing off. If they are showing off, it's their business with God. That's not your business. We should be free to dance before God. I mean, remember who we are dancing to here. It's God. That's halal. Now, number five, zamar. Zamar. Using music instruments to praise God. The Bible says in Psalms 150, 150, 3 to 5, it says, Praise him with the sounding of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Is it lyre or lyre? One of those two. Praise him with the timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. This is probably the most common in the church. But even if you can't play an instrument, you can clap your hand. Let's do this. So you don't have an excuse. You don't have an excuse. You don't need to know how to play an instrument to praise God. So if, if you see people using the instrument, use your hands and praise God. If you put your hands in the pocket, my friend, you haven't got it. You haven't got it. If you can't play an instrument, you can clap. If you can't clap, you can raise your hands. If you can't raise your hands, you can bow. Please don't be a spectator when people are praising God. Join in and praise God. So you have an instrument. Don't let nobody tell you you don't have one. Your hands can clap for God. That's Zamar. Now, number six, Tehillah. Everybody say Tehillah. Sing along. The Bible says in Psalm 47, 6, it says, Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our King. Sing praises. When you come to church, it is important to open your mouth and sing. You know, we understand with the restrictions 
COVID restriction. We understand absolutely that we were not able to do that for the last, I don't know how long. But still, the Bible said we should praise God. We should sing. You understand? God wants us to release our emotions to him. When we sing, you know these people, they go watch to watch footy. Is it footy or something? Sport team. People sing. People do some dances and be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The, um, they're like, whoa. The favorite team, it's like, wow. I didn't know you could sing like that. But when you come to God, you're like, I don't know how to sing. Like Jade, no. It's not about knowing how to sing. It's about singing to God. Sometimes we say, oh, yeah, I, no, no, I can't sing like Jade. Because you hear Jade's voice is amazing. Shani's voice is amazing. It's not about that. It's about knowing to whom you're singing to. So when you release those emotions that God gives you, release them to God through a song. So I encourage you, church, to make sure you tehila whenever you come to church. Tehila. Don't go tehila out there and forget to tehila here. Just tehila here and praise God with your voice. God wants us to release our emotions to him. The last one is Shabbat. 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 <laughs> it says, it means shout for joy. The Bible says in Psalm 98 verse 7, let the sea and all its, vitness, its vastness roar with praise. Let the earth and all those living on it shout glory to God. Every living creature is commanded to praise God. You know, animals, they cannot say words, they cannot say anything, but they make sound. I believe that is praise. The waves, the waves cannot say something, but they, they make a sound. They make a sound. That is praise. Every living creature is commanded to praise God. You know, sometimes it doesn't have to make sense, you know. You know, when my visa was approved, I've been in a long battle. I was depressed and all that. And now my visa is approved. Do you know what I did? The kids were like, is she okay? I, like, I was like, I, oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. I did like, I, I literally became like a crazy person. And me, Chris and Caris are following me and Iris everywhere. I'm like, it's like, Mama, what's going on? What's going on? I'm like, oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You know, if someone would have seen me from out, they'll be like, oh, my goodness. That's it. This woman. Something is wrong with this woman. I know how I was feeling. And so God has answered my prayer. I can't just be like, oh, some, sometimes you pray for something for so long. And then when God answer the prayer you're like oh the next thing and now it was it was my car now my leg now my immediately you move from your car to your leg you don't spend time praising God for what he's just done church let's learn to praise God give him praise because he deserves it you know Psalms 23 3 Psalm 23 3 says you are holy, enthroned on the praises of, of, your, of, your, of Israel. This scripture means when we praise God, we invite him to reign over our situation. We give God access to intervene in our situation. 
You know, when the people of Israel praised God, they invited him to rule over them. It doesn't mean God is not everywhere, no. The scripture just means whenever we praise God, we invite him to act on our behalf. Just make this as this is my resolution. Because you know what? You know what? When we complain, we give access to the devil. Complaints breeds fear. Praise breeds faith. And God responds to what? Faith. You may be here and you feel like it's just you're going through a hard time. It's just difficult for you. And I totally understand. But decide to praise God. It doesn't have to make sense to you. But start praising God from now on. And trust me, you may be here and God has given you a miracle. Don't just jump to the next thing immediately. No, spend time to praise God for what he has done for you. You know, when in trouble, praise God. When in pain, praise God. When in fear, praise God. Why? Because God deserves your praise and because praise is your weapon. When things are going not so well, praise God. When in doubt, praise God. Before the answer, praise God. Why? Because God deserves your praise and praise is your weapon. Before you start your day, praise God. When you finish your day, praise God. Why? Because God deserves your praise and praise is your weapon. When you have your answer, don't just skip immediately to the next thing. Praise God. When you are celebrating, praise God. Remember, complaint breeds fear. Praise breeds faith. And God responds to faith.